I mean, do you want to stay with the killer? I, up to you, girl. <laughs> I mean, if the killer is hot. <laughs> if the killer has a big dick, we can discuss. <laughs> another episode of Romancing the Monsters. I'm Em. Hi, I'm S. I'm Seth. And before we get into this episode, it's been a little while, so I'm going to do some shameless self-promo and kindly ask you, uh, if you are using Apple Podcast, please consider leaving us a review on there. It's really helpful for us to just, I mean, know what people like, what they don't like. Uh, but also, you know, it's it's encouraging to, to have kind words, uh, you know, on the podcast. Uh, also, if you are listening and you are not uh, subscribed slash followed or following us, um, please consider doing that as well. If we've earned your follow, uh, <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> if we haven't, it's fine. It's fine. We'll we'll convince you eventually. <laughs> I mean, it could either make them want to follow us or unfollow us, how chaotic and messed up we are on here. (laughs) Well, I mean, we deserve it. We deserve it if if that's the case. Um, Anyways, today, what do we have for them today, girls? I never ask you this. How about someone else says what we've got planned for today? We have another Face Your Monster episode. Woo-woo! Yes, we do. (laughs) Uh, So we have our second face your monster episode for you today um if you didn't listen to the first episode the concept of this series is essentially we each of us picks one book or more i don't know um from our tbr that has been on there for a while sometimes it's a book that we're scared to read because it's an old one and what if it didn't age very well or sometimes it's just a book that we're kind of scared will make us a little emotional or just a book that has like a lot of hype, which can be very scary sometimes. Yes. So whatever the reason is, we're tackling that TBR. We're reading an old book. And today we shall reveal what the old book is. And let me tell you that amongst us, there is a deceiver. Oh, shut there up. There is a liar. I just followed your <laughs> rules so well. So well, I followed the rules. Long story short, okay? Long story short, Seth apparently read two books when we last recorded The Face Your Monster. Oh, it was two? She read two, and she never told us about the second one. She lied. She hid the truth. And... (laughs) I did not lie. I just didn't want to be questioned, and I didn't want my truth to come out before I was ready. I'm sorry if you feel betrayed yes, you or should hurt be sorry. by my actions. You should be sorry. But yes. I had to do it in order to <laughs> oh, achieve to. full mm. secrecy. Yes. Sure, sure. I had to. I, I just find it very scary how 
easy it was for you to hide this because we yeah. had no idea up until a few weeks ago that Seth was like Seth was literally just like oh by the way I've already read my second face your monster book and we were like what <laughs> and she was like yeah I read it like right after the first one <laughs> and anyways just think about though how this speaks for our friendship like if you have to tell no. me a secret just know no. I'll take it to the grave fake friend, friend. yes yes oh shut yes, up yes, yes. you know what do this episode on your own I'm leaving. Bye. I think we have monsters to face <laughs> in between us three. Yeah. <laughs> we should discuss this. Um. Anyways, so who would like to start this week? Miss Sephra. Miss Sephra can go. Okay. Since. Yes. 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 That's very true. Miss Sephra, how about you go first? Miss <laughs> Liar. Oh my God. Let Let us guess what your book is. I mean, honestly, I don't think you guys would be able to know or like you would know it or like, I don't I actually don't think you'll know it at all. But I'll, I'll let me see if it's on your list first. It's not on any of your lists. So I really don't okay. think you'll know it. All right. And so we'll just I'll just tell then. you what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the book I chose, my second book, it actually was between this and the book that I read for the first episode. Um, and this originally was my first choice, but I didn't want a historical romance um, for my first one. But then I just kept thinking about this book and I was like, okay, fine, I'll just read it. And then maybe I'll use it for my second book. That's how it happened, guys. So it's a historical romance. Interesting. Yes. It is historical romance and it is called His Contract Bride by Rose Gordon. Why does that ring a bell, though? I don't know, but it's not on your list. Mm. That's kind of shocking. That's shocking. Yeah, that's shocking, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's not on her list. It's not. And it's um it's a fairly, I would say, lesser read book. It only has like eight hundred and fourteen ratings. Um Is it indie? Yeah, it is indie. Oh, okay, okay. Um and it released in twenty twelve. So like that was a while ago. And that was when I think in like indie publishing was not really like read <laughs> or like it wasn't like as mainstream as it is now. It was, but definitely not as much in the historical romance genre, for sure. Uh, I mean, still to this day, some some historical romance readers will not read indie published historical romances. Huh, really? So, yeah. I mean, if the story speaks to me and it's something that I want to read, then of course I'll pick it up. Like, I don't really pay attention to if it's ind- individually published or like, you know, independently published or even like with a, a publishing house. I don't really pay attention to that. Yeah, me either. And anyway, so I added this book in like 2015 and it's just been sitting there on my shelf for years and years and years. And then six years later, I was like, okay, fine. Um, so basically this book is... I feel like the title, you know, doesn't already tell you. It is a contract marriage, uh, marriage of convenience. Um, so my girl, Regina, is the main girl, and she's in finishing school at the beginning of the book. So the characters are quite young in this, which I found kind of surprising um, because she's 18, and then I think once it flashes forward to when they actually get married, she's about 19, and he's, like, I think in his early 20s. Um, so she meets the main guy, Edward, at her school. He comes to visit with his best friend who has his sister, like, so the best friend's sister is also attending the school, so they all meet, and then she kind of bonds with Edward, and, like, she falls in love with him on the spot, and, like, we find out early on that he's very much into, like, plants and, like, animals and, like, wildlife, and he's just very much, like, into botany and all of that. 
Anyways, so um, it flashed to a year later, and she has yet to make um, a match with anyone because she's been waiting for him. And, like, she finds out that Edward also, in fact, like, he wants her and he chooses to marry her. Like, she doesn't know at this point that it's a marriage contract or anything. She just, like, actually thinks that they fell in love, like, a year ago. But we know that it is a marriage contract between their fathers because his dad can pay off like $15,000 or sorry, pounds. Um, And so Regina's dad just really wants to be part of the ton. And like if he marries into like, I guess, the society, then he will be able to make those connections and like be a part of society. Um, So he's very money hungry and greedy. So he kind of makes Regina the uh, scapegoat or whatever. Um, anyway, so cut to them actually being married and like they start their marriage and do the do. And then, um, it's kind of funny because like she's told by her aunt that you need to always be clothed during sex. And like, she wears like this gigantic, um, like nightgown and he's like, he doesn't oh, know God. anything either. Cause he's also a virgin and like, actually no, he's had sex. I think like what? No, he's a virgin. He was a virgin. Yes. He lied and said that he's had sex before, but he hasn't. And, um, so, and then she also is told by her aunt, more or less, that, like, it's only mistress- mistresses that, like, are naked during sex. And, like, so that, ki- like, kind of causes, like, this whole issue with, like, within herself because she, like, kind of wants to, like, be naked with him. But, like, you know. She Bear doesn't... it all. <laughs> yeah. And then, so basically things happen and, like, um, she they start to get a bit closer. She starts coming to the garden with him. And, like, as I said, he's a botanist. And um, he has a lot of animals as well, like frogs and things like that, that he uh, looks after and, like, he studies. Um, and then, yeah, she helps him out. And he, she also starts uh, to write his letters and transcribe his theories and things like that. Like, he's very much, like, involved in, like, the science and all of that. Anyways, the story kind of starts when she he decides to keep the marriage contract, out, like, he doesn't tell her about it and like she, he doesn't want her to know because he realizes that she thinks it's a love marriage and he kind of likes where this is going. Um, and then all of a sudden she finds the contract and she feels like hurt and embarrassed because she kept talking about it being a love marriage. And then um, it kind of also That's puts a damper. Angsty. Yeah, it puts a damper on the relationship because she's like, you probably think I'm so annoying coming here and like disrupting your garden and like being in your space so like she kind of like takes herself back and then Edward starts missing her and like things happen and then like she like even in the bedroom it starts feeling forced and awkward because like she doesn't really want to be there anymore I love awkward sex it's so good and then like oh like more things happen and then Edward starts to really miss her like miss having that companionship with her and like he misses her smiles and like her laughs and like my heart hurts because like this angst in this book was so good and like honestly did you love it I'm not gonna spoil it but I loved it I loved this book so 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 much I honestly would not have read this book I think if it wasn't for the series on the podcast because like I kind of just slipped well that's what it's for yeah I just slipped through the cracks and like I kind of just forgot about it um and I'm just really happy that I had the chance to read it because this book was really good but I will say I wish it was a bit more developed and like fleshed out of it because the book was kind of short um but I loved the angst of like Edward trying to win her back and like her not really knowing that he's being genuine or not and like it's just great I love it one of my questions was actually going to be like why do you think you haven't read this book but clearly it's just you forgot about it no it's not (laughs) that I didn't like I forgot about it like which I did I wholeheartedly forgot about it 
six years later, I only, like, saw it because of this podcast. But it also was hard to find. So, like, it wasn't mm. available, like, on Amazon. It wasn't really available, like, on Smashwords or anywhere else that you can get an ebook. Like, you just can't find it. So I had to actually buy the paperback off of Amazon um, to be able to read it. Yeah. And so it wasn't that much money. So, like, I didn't mind reading, like, buying the book, even though I didn't know if it was good or not. I just bought it and ended up loving it. So, I mean, that was a, a positive for me, but it was really hard to find. And since this is, like, a book from, from 2012, I feel like I have to ask, do you feel like the age of the book was showing or not at all um not at all if anything I feel like this book felt more like accurate in terms of historical romance like historical events in terms of like their relationship and like her lack of education in terms of like the bedroom and like how to act in a like in a marriage versus like what she's told and I don't know I felt like it was more accurate in that sense that's interesting I I feel like probably uh, historical romance is a little bit more forgiving when it comes to you know not feeling as old as quickly yes I just agree it's already old yeah <laughs> uh, but you know like nowadays it's like a lot of historical romance it's like there are very modern uh, issues and discussions that are being had in like a historical context yeah if that makes sense and I do think um, if this is a book that you're considering to pick up I do think it's important to note that his character was very different from like a lot of other popular historical romance leads I feel like he was more quiet and like he was more of like your your nerd who's a scientist and like a botanist and like he was very different than what I'm used to and like he was like he was described as like lanky and like he was lean but like I don't know he was just not like obviously your hot typical Duke. hero yeah. yeah exactly he was just like a regular guy yeah oh I love that yeah and good. if you are looking for another book that has some great, extremely awkward sex for a very long time between the main characters, uh, I highly recommend A Lady Awakened by Cecilia Grant. Oh, um, okay. That book is filled with it. And it, ha- it has the trope where it's like, I have to conceive a baby within a month or else um, I won't be able to keep my... Um, not the inheritance, but, like, the... It's a historical romance as well. So, like, she won't be able to keep her... uh The title and stuff. She'll have to pass it on to, like, a male relative and stuff. Ooh. So she has to conceive. But that makes it very awkward because she, she picks, like, her neighbor. And she's like, hey, neighbor, um, how about we bang? And, like, she's very, Wait, very... Historical romance? And she's just gonna... Her child will be recognized? And she's not married? Yes, because, because her husband, who was very, very old, just died. Mm. So, like, she has a month where she can, like, act as if she hasn't just had her period, which she has. She knows she's not pregnant. But she has about a month to conceive and be like, oh, it's his baby. Wow. Oh. <laughs> yeah, or else the estate will go to a, a family relative who is a man who is, like, really cruel and, like, has had, like, a past of uh, being abusive towards some of the servants and stuff. So, like, she doesn't want it to pass on to him oh, for okay. the protection of the ladies in the house and stuff. So, so yeah, she's like, neighbor, how about, like, we bang? And, like, she's very, <laughs> not cold, but she's not... She's she's very like religious and by the book and like oh. doesn't want to do anything sexy and like he's very the opposite of that where he's like kind of a 
libertine and you know like oh, roaming the streets and chasing the skirts so it's it's an interesting book it's it's a fun book like yeah mm. great awkward sex in that one <laughs> all right i might look it up so yeah that was my book should i go next sure um my book i will say that one person here has read it oh my gosh and unfortunately it's s again <laughs> It's not my fault. I mean, S read like all the books back in the day. I know, she does read a lot. And I never read all the books back in the day, so I'm trying to catch up on that Ooh, now. Ooh, it's an old book. Um, it is an older book. It has a very big age gap, and I will Ooh. say that it's a controversial novel. Oh. Can you try and guess? Is it forbidden? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's more than forbidden. It's like forbidden by the law. <laughs> Wait, what? So they actually are siblings? Are they uncle and niece? No. Oh, I'm like, no, this is not happening. More on that later, actually. I feel like I read, like, a lot of these, so you kind of have to, like, narrow it down. <laughs> okay, I, the, next, the next thing I'll say... Okay, I'll, I'll give you one more clue and then my last clue. There's a number in the title. And my, la- my last clue, which will probably give it away, is it's an MC romance is it by madeline no uh beth flynn yes um nine minutes by you read nine minutes yes. by beth flynn? oh my god <laughs> <laughs> do you know that book stuff no i don't oh my god this is yeah this is wild yeah um yeah so i read nine minutes by Beth Flynn, which was an experience to say the least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily a good experience, but also not necessarily a bad experience. I'm kind of like, I don't know what to think of this book. <laughs> Wait, S, did you like this book when you read I it? I did, yeah, because it was okay. something that I hadn't read before. So for me, like, it was like, wow, like, it was different. It was a controversial. It was Oh, heck yeah. Taboo. Okay, I need to get so. into this controversy. But also, yeah, so I want to talk about that later on. Like, how do I think I would have felt about the book years ago yeah. when I added it compared okay. to now, maybe. Um, so what is Nine Minutes about? Uh, Nine Minutes opens with a prologue in which a character named Grizz is on death row. He's about to be put to death um, for a crime and several crimes actually and uh our heroine kit is watching as he's you know dying and it skips to the past uh and we the whole book is essentially that she's recounting the story from the start their story from the start and then up until that scene where he's you know put to death and beyond a little bit. And Kit, what's controversial about this stuff is that um, <laughs> Kit, well, first of all, it's a it's a kidnapping book. Uh, oh, okay. And Kit is 15 years old at the time of the kidnapping and at the time of the sexual acts in this book. And Grizz is a 30-something-year-old man. Oh, yes. oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. So... Grizz is, I guess you could say, the hero. I don't want to call him that. Um, he's a character. 
<laughs> he's the man in question. And um, he kind of always had like a sort of obsession for Kit, even when she was, that's not her real name. Her real name is like Gwyn or something. I was going to say for kids. I was like, well. No. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's not wrong. Um, so he's always had this obsession with, with, for her, for whatever reason, like he kind of always got it into his head that like he needed to protect her and like she would be his eventually. And then comes, comes the night of, um, once she turns 15 and everything. And he's like, well, you know what? I'm done waiting. Does he think that's the legal age? Or like, oh, it's illegal, but he's an MC guy. He doesn't give a fuck. He kills people for a living. So it's legal MCH. Okay. Are legal his age. He he doesn't give a fuck. Everyone, every, I think every girl that's in the MC is, like, kidnapped and probably underage when it happened. So, he's a character, like I said. I mean, we, I, I don't know, the, I don't, I don't like him. I don't like him. Anyways, um, so she turns 15 and he's like, I want her. So, he sends one of his guys to make it look like he the guy kidnapped her as like a present for Grizz turns out Grizz orchestrated the whole thing and like he you know made it look like that um so Kit arrives she's 15 and the story is so weird because it's like (laughs) she slowly falls in love with him and yet I, I, I never felt the love between them like it's just it's so I don't even know how to describe it. It's a very strange novel. A lot happens. Um, there's this character called Grunt, who I loved Grunt. Same. Grunt is Grunt is um he's around the same age age as Kit, though a little bit older. And he's also part of the MC. He grew up in a very abusive situation, and then his older brother Blue um sort of got him out of there blue was already in the mc at the time and he got him out out of there because he blue thought that the situation was fine but then he realized like no my brother is being like mistreated and stuff and starved so like i'll take him with me to the mc so grunt kind of grew up within the mc and like eventually kind of became a part of it and now he's like one of the members and stuff and grunt is like the one character that Grizz is he's like the one guy that Grizz has always given a little bit more leeway to like more freedom and throughout the book like we don't really know why um and we kind of assume it's because uh they're brothers or something like maybe Grizz is brothers with a blue and grunt and um stuff happens i mean grunt is the one who takes um kit's virginity because grizz is like i don't want to hurt her are you kidding girl he was gonna have grunt use a fucking stick (laughs) and then and he's he he tried to drug her he was he was supposed to drug her and then use a stick yeah and then and then kit realizes that and she's like please no like please Please no. So so she's like, please do it yourself. So Grunt does it himself with his own freaking penis. And they don't tell Grizz about that. And um, they kind of have like an attraction for each other. But both of them are like, well, obviously, like Grizz is there. Like it can't happen type of thing. But I was rooting so much for Grunt and Kit. I was like, this is the actual relationship I want to read about. Like 
in comparison to Grizz, who, yeah, Grizz was, like, a very, um, I feel like I'm all over the place, but, like, this book is all over the place, so, like, I don't know how to make sense of it. Um, Grizz is not, like, an abusive person towards Kit. Like, he's actually really affectionate and, you know, like, he's, he will literally give her anything she asks for. Um, but to me, that relationship was always, like, false sense of control for Kit. Like, she felt like she had control in the relationship and she felt like there was a power balance between them when there really wasn't. Because, like, whenever something would happen, then Grizz would freak the F, F out, kill a couple people, and then obviously Kit is the one feeling bad for it. Because as yeah. if it's her fault type of thing, when, when he's the one that, you know, took those actions. Whereas for me, Grunt and Kit, it was like, that was the cute teenager relationship where she actually felt like she had some control and mm-hmm. like he was always like a consent king. And anyway, I loved them. But I'm going to get into spoilers. So if you don't want to hear about what I'm going to say, please skip ahead. I don't know, like a minute or two. Um, but... What we since we know in the prologue that Grizz is about to die because he was mm-hmm. arrested for kidnapping Kit, it was found out, blah blah blah. He was trialed, he was you know sentenced and stuff. And Kit, up until this point in the book, she still loves him. Like she will not leave him. She never would have left him had it not been forced. Like she never would have ended up with Grunt had it had she not been forced to do so because Grizz is like you need to move on, you're going to marry someone else. And it's kind of like said, unsaid yet unsaid that like it's going to be Grunt. So she marries Grunt. And at the time that she marries Grunt, she is pregnant with Grizz's child. And just before Grizz um, dies, they learn that all along, the books make you, the book makes you kind of think that Grizz and Grunt are brothers when in fact we learn at the very end of the novel that Grizz and Grunt are actually uh Grizz is Grunt's father not brother oh my god so let me try to explain what that means okay and here's here comes the spoiler and how messed up it actually is so Kit is pregnant with Grizz's child and married to Grunt who is Grizz's child and Grizz tells Kit, you are never to, told my da- to tell my daughter that I am her father. Grunt has to be her father. So now Grunt is the father of his sister. Okay. <laughs> and also Kit and Grunt now have kids together as well, which means in a way he is the father and brother of his kids biological kids okay as as this reminds me i don't know if you go like you see those stories on tiktok where they try to explain their family tree and like they have to write it out and like there's part 10s or like 20s to this and like they're trying to like write out who's who and who's related to who this is what this sounds like it is so messed up and here's why i was left i mean just the 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 whole novel period was like what the hell but then that ending was like what the hell because (laughs) Imagine me, okay? Imagine me for like 300 something pages. I'm like really rooting for Grunt and Kit. I'm really hoping she's going to leave Grizz. She's going to escape. She's going to, you know, choose 
to live her life with Grunt and then turns out, A, it's not a choice. It's kind of like expected by Grizz, who is still freaking controlling their lives from behind bars. But B, yes, I'm mad, okay? I got, <laughs> I got emotions to let out. <laughs> but B... Now I'm like, I feel a little weird about Grunt and Kit being together, even though I rooted for them for 300 pages, because now it just, it's weird, because he's fucking the brother of his kids. Ew. (laughs) I hate it. I hate it here. I hate it. So, so anyway, long story short, I don't know what to make of this book. It was... An interesting experience. It's kind of like the best way I can describe my my experience with this book is it was a car crash. It was like uncomfortable and jarring and you can't look away. Like you're just, you can't look away even though you're extremely uncomfortable as you see it happen. Like there's a lot of scenes in this book where it's like, obviously this is a 30-year-old man with a 15-year-old girl and it just feels fucking wrong yeah it (laughs) sounds wrong like I can't even imagine reading it and okay I thought when you said um it gets a little iffy I thought you were gonna say like not iffy but like there was a big like surprise at the end I thought you were gonna say that you find out that the kid that she's pregnant with is actually grunts because they uh you know before her and the other guy that's what I thought it was. Not that he was the father. No, it's it's iffier than husband. that. Yeah, no, it's iffier than that. It's it's. Uh, I wish that that was the case. I wish they had secretly had an affair and turns out it's Grunt's baby all along. But alas, that's not the case. Um, and here we are. <laughs> what made you pick this book? I don't know. It's like it's one of those books that like I see popping up on like Goodreads or whatnot every once in a while and someone's reading it and someone's loving it and like you go on those reviews it's still popping up it is still popping up and you go on the reviews and people love Grizz and like I get it and I don't because like I get that the man has a sexual appeal like you feel it you feel it he's a big big burly man from the MC, he's, like, menacing and hot and, like, has a big dick. A huge dick, actually. And, you know, there's an appeal to that. But he's also fucking little children. Exactly. And you're like, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. And, like, oh, there's literally a scene when he's, like, he's just, like, at first he doesn't want to have sex with her because he's, like, I'll give her some time because, like, you know, he has a heart. You mean you're grooming her is what you're doing. Well, I mean, pretty much. And then and then eventually he's like, well, actually, I'm done waiting. Yeah. So so that happens. I mean, it is a dark romance and I'm pretty sure she advertises it or the author advertises it, sorry, as taboo. No? Well, probably taboo, but I don't know if it's if it's categorized as dark romance it definitely should be I mean there's even a scene when she's like oh I I like she won't let him go down on her because she's like that's just too personal this bitch meaning him this bitch literally waits two days and he's like well fuck I gotta do something about that so he literally forces her to marry him 
Like he takes her to a tattoo parlor where the 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 guy is essentially has some kind of license to marry people apparently. Okay. And he literally brings her there, doesn't tell her about it, and then once they're there, they're like, "Yeah, we're getting married." And like they get married, she gets like a tattoo on her finger of like his name and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like obviously not technically a real wedding because none of them use their real names. So and like they sign papers probably. Yeah, but like their fake names oh are yeah okay okay not their real names so question when did this book come out what year was it oh i don't actually know i think this was i don't i don't know 2014 okay so that was at least like i can't do math so like a seven ish years ago yeah would you have liked it do you think seven years ago do you think young marge would have liked this book well that's the question you know like i was i was sitting there and i was like Seven years ago, I was probably reading things that were more more fucked up than this. <laughs> so, you know, because I was reading a lot of, like, psychological uh, thrillers slash erotica novels. So yeah. Those, that shit was messed up. Yo, I think we were all, we all had that phase. We all did. We all did. And so I feel like seven years ago, I probably would have devoured it and probably would have loved Grizz. And, like, you know, 2021 me, there's a part of me that likes him. I can't help it, okay? But <laughs> for me, what's holding me back from what, just what you're saying is, like, that the fact that she's 15, it's, like, yeah, it's not even like he waited until she was 18, you know? It was just, I don't know. That's a bit iffy for me. One thing I will say that I appreciated is, like, you have to go into this book expecting the characters to be layered and complex enough that... You know, just because as a reader, I'm sitting there and I'm like, Kit, why the fuck are you not leaving? Like, this man is a psycho. He kidnapped you. Like, why aren't you trying to run? Why don't you want a better life? Why, why can't yeah. you see that Grunt is right there waiting for you? And you kind of have to sit back and think, like, it's a lot more complicated than that because that's just not the choice that she's making and that's fine you know like that's her story and, yeah. and she's not me so she won't be making the same goddamn decisions that i would exactly and like if i were in her place maybe i would be kind of brainwashed too into thinking that exactly this is like a false sense of of you know comfort and mm-hmm. love and that like maybe grizz is a great man and like yeah he was treating her well he was treating treating her great but everyone else around him I mean, do you want to stay with the killer? I, up to you, girl. <laughs> I mean, if the killer is hot. <laughs> if the killer has a big dick, we can discuss. <laughs> <laughs> so, S, I don't want to put you on the spot or anything, but, like, do you remember, like, your thoughts when you were reading, when you were reading this book? Like, were you, like, fully on board with Grizz and Kit? Is that her name? Like who did who did you like? Do, yeah. do you remember if you were I more like both, Team Grunt? Both of them, both? but I think a little bit more Team Grunt. Okay. Mm. And then kind of sad about the ending with Grizz. Yeah. Did you expect him to die? Well, you do. It's the prologue. The prologue is like you know he's dying. He but, he dies. But does he? Oh, does he? Because <laughs> there's two what? other books in the series. So. I know, and that's that was my question. It's like, what the hell are the other books about? Does he not die? How much do you want to know? He has to die. I, I, I hope he's fucking dead. Is he not dead? No, he's not dead. 
bitch managed to escape death. So there's there's like a lot of shit. There's layers to their story. Like there's like secrets, secrets from like way back when. And deaths and like. Fucking hell. Am I going to have to read the other ones? I just have a question. Who does she end up with? Look away, Marge. Uh, Grunt, I did, I did read the blurb of book three, right? Tell me she ends up with Grunt. Tell Please. me. Yeah, she does. Okay. For some time. What? No, 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 no. I want to... No, ass. No, I want to know who she, like, ends up with officially at the end of the story. Where, who does she end up with? From what I remember... Do you want to know, March? Are you going to read the rest of the story? Yes, yes. From what I remember, she stays with Grunt for years. And then Grizz comes back. Something happens. And I think they end up together at the very end. If I'm not mistaken. So she gets both, basically. But don't quote me on the ending because, like, it's kind of iffy because it's been a while. But, yeah. Fucking hell. Wait, so she has kids with Grunt, has a life with him, and then she's like, oh, actually, I'm going to end up with your grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> Shit happens. <laughs> it's it's wild. Okay, well, now I want to know how this happens, so do I go and read that now? Fucking hell. <laughs> it's wild. I don't know how to feel about this. And it's all in Florida. It's all yes. in Florida. Yes. I feel like a very Florida Florida thing. Yes. Oh, man. I don't know how to feel about any of that. Okay, here's the thing. I think I'm going to pretend this book ends at book one. Yeah. And she's with Grunt, and they're happy, and fuck Grizz. He's dead. He's dead in my fantasy. I mean... I love how S was silent about that, and she wasn't going to say anything (laughs) if we didn't talk to her about this book. Like, what the hell? I'm pretty sure he does die. Like, what does he do? Like, did he did he somehow make sure that, like, whatever was supposed to deliver the le- lethal dose wasn't, like, what it was supposed to be? Like, was it, like, water or some shit? Like, what? How did... He's got connections. That man has got connections. He does. The problem. I mean, any, like... Yeah, I feel like MCs are, like, people in prisons that find a way out. I mean, like, in terms of, like, what I've seen on, like, Sons of Anarchy, like, they just find a way out. Yeah, but, I mean, imagine this. He's in a room. There's witnesses. There's a doctor that, you know, injects him, and somehow he fucking survives that. Maybe he had, like, a connection with the doctor or something. He has connections. (sighs) He has deep connections for reasons. Well, if, listener, for whatever reason, um, you want something definitely wild, definitely violent at times, um, you know, there's torture, there's death, there's rape, there's all of those uh, things, and there's kidnapping, and there's uh, a 30-year-old man falling for a 15-year-old yeah, girl. Yeah, sex with um, minors, if that's your thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's not shame people. No, of course. Here's the thing. If you want a really wild story, then, I mean, I guess you just found it. You just found it. Yeah. I will say, though, the audiobook is shite. Don't do the audiobook. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So. Um, but I am curious to know how she ends up with uh, Grizz. So I might try, try, uh, might try it, but I don't know. I love how, like, two weeks from now I'll probably be like, yeah, I just finished book three. <laughs> <laughs> and hate myself. <laughs> Jeez. Well, at least you All know. Right. You know what you're getting into. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad I know, but I'm kind of disappointed. Yeah. I, I don't even think I'll rate this book because what am I supposed to rate it? I don't, I don't know. Is it a five stars? Is it a one star? It could be both. <laughs> All right, S. Okay. What do you have for us? 
Um, so this book, I believe both of you girls have it on your TBR. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, Are you going to describe the cover? The cover is black and white. Breaking Dawn! No, I'm kidding. No! <laughs> we will try every week. <laughs> so the cover is black and white and it looks like it's like a picture. And the, the title, the font is yellow. It looks like it's... Can Your we have tropes? Uh, can we have reincarnation. Tropes? Ooh. What? Oh, is it by... Is it by that Tessa B- Bailey? No. No. No? Okay. Black and white. The font is yellow, and it's a reincarnation book. Con- contemporary. Oh, it's... Con- I, oh, I know it. I have it, but I don't know what it's called. I don't. I have no idea. Can we get the author name, perhaps? Her name starts with a J. Jewel. E-Anne. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What's that called? Um, mm, I don't remember, actually, the name of the, the book, but I know what book you read. Yeah. Transcend. Yes. Mm. Transcend by Jewel E-Anne. Tell us about it. <laughs> I don't know how much to say because I Ooh, feel like if I get those, huh? too much into it, like, it's... it's it gonna... spoils it. Yeah. Okay, so basically it's about this girl named Shwayze, who at a young age has been able to remember certain um, information or memories about people, about complete strangers that she's never met. Um, So she comes across this guy, and right away she's like, oh, I know him. I know where he got the scar on his head. I know that he cheated on on his Spanish test. I know what's his favorite pizza. And he's and then she's like, oh, he looks a lot older. I wonder what what happened to him to make him look, you know, more older, more sad. So she goes up to him and like has a conversation with him as if she already knows him and he's confused. And he's like, Who are you? And she's like trying to tell him, like, how can you not remember me? Like, I know all these things about you. And he's like, did I go to school with you? But she, he is much older than her. She's like 21 and he's like 36. That's a good age gap. That's a legal age gap. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's trying to like, freak, she's trying to figure out how the hell she knows all this information about him. Anyways, um, she ends up becoming his nanny because he recently lost his wife. And Oh, yes. This yeah. is coming back to me. I didn't read it yet, though. Um, he lost his wife, he needs someone to help him, so she goes and she becomes his nanny, and she's just trying to, she's trying to, like, not say too much about what, what she knows, to try not to freak him out, and he's yeah. kind of worried, like, worried that about her. That would freak me out. Yeah. yeah. So he just kind of doesn't trust her at first, so. Do the kids seem familiar to her? Who? His kid? Like, Yeah. No, no, his kid is, like, months old. Like, she doesn't know anything about... She okay. just remembers him when he was young. Oh, okay, okay. So, I don't know. So, I I guess I'll go... I don't know how to rate this book. Because there's... there's you don't know how to rate this no, book? No, because it was good. I won't say it. Interesting. It was, it was good. Okay. But there's a love triangle in it. Ooh. And I, I love love triangles. Like, I don't mind them. But sometimes... <laughs> it just I feel like it's just I wish it I in this instance for this book I wish it wasn't it didn't have a love triangle 
who's a great guy. She calls him grocery store guy, and I'm just boring. No, he's a great freaking guy. Like I freaking love him. Um, but I don't know. It's a great story. I just just the way it went about with like the whole love triangle type of thing. I kind of don't. Did know you like it though? I did like it. Yeah. It was a okay. little angsty, a little sad, a little um, sexy. Do you think you'll read the other books? Because it's more than one book, correct? I believe, yes. Two, three. With the same characters. I think the first two books are with her. It's, and it's a duet. It's I a duet, think, and then yeah. there's a third book. Well, hmm. And you're you're not interested in reading the second book? Yes, to kind of find out how it ends. Or who she ends up with, but I'm not rushing to. Is the to reincarnation part interesting? And is it done? Because it well? is an interesting trope. I think that we don't see very often. Yeah, no, I think mm-hmm. it is. I think it is. It's done. It's yeah. Yes, I'll just say yes. Okay. okay. I feel like it's done good. Like I, I kind of like I'm a sucker for reincarnation stories, so I kind of do want to look at this book and maybe read it. Um, but we'll 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 see. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't, I'm not a fan of love triangles. I only have fun with love triangles when I know I'm right. When yeah. I know I'm shipping the right ship. Yes. If yes. I don't know and I'm getting anxious between the two guys and I'm like, who could it be? Who is it gonna be? I don't wanna I don't want that stress in my life. Yeah. I don't want it. Yeah. Or the angst or the pain that comes with it. Yeah. I just like I like to firmly be on one side and know that's who she or he will end up with. And I just go with it. Yeah. I don't like to be like torn between the two and like love them both and then be heartbroken yeah. when one of them doesn't get the person. That as well. That hurts. That as well. well, this is it for this week. Uh, I hope that if you did pick up a book with us to face your own monsters, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. And um, please let us know what it was online if you want to. Let us know what you thought of it. Um, you can reach us on Instagram at Romancing the Monsters Podcast, on Twitter at VRTMPod. Uh, if you want to see some TikToks, uh, you can go on Romancing the Monsters Pod. You can also email us. We love emails um, at Romancing the Monsters Podcast at gmail.com. And we are also on YouTube. If you prefer that format, uh, you can just search for Romancing the Monsters Podcast and you should be able to find us. If you want to find me specifically, you can go on both Twitter and Instagram at Foes and Lovers. And you can find me as on both Twitter and Instagram at But This Book. And you can find me, Seth, on both Instagram and Twitter at Pros with Woes. Please feel free to leave us any review or rating on any of the podcast platforms. It honestly means the world to us and we would really appreciate just, but just uh, reach out to us. It really means the world to us. Um, all right. See you next week. Bye. Bye.